Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the SSMC Power Hour, September 16th, 2021. Or not September, I. It, it's uh, August. Uh, so excited tonight. Been out visiting at campground. I just got home, running a little late. Uh, but the boss is here in an undisclosed location, and uh, I had to go see him. I just got home a little late, and I thought I left in time. I thought to make it for a show, but here I am. Uh, hail victory to everybody. It's, it's a good night. Um, it's the start of our full trip a few weeks beforehand. Uh, we all gather at the undisclosed campground, and uh, me and the boss are there to visit him now. And there's there's God. And uh, I was just saying that we're at the undisclosed campground, and uh, the boss is there now, and I just got home in time to get on the show. I was rushing, and couldn't get the damn date straight. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us that part again about how you were on time. Oh, shit, man. I mean, you know how time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) Uh the clock lost i gotta run it really sucks to run out on the boss like that (laughs) should have brought him with you he might come he's going to show up i feel out. uh if not he'll be here next week we talked about it earlier today Uh, and he was was thinking about getting on here for a short segment with us i said well we don't got a lot of callers it's just me and john now um, John's pretty dedicated, gets on there. Oh, good. He said, you know, he's happy that somebody's here with me and I ain't got to do the show by myself. Yeah, that's, that'd be uh, pretty rough. There should hard. be a few more guys. I don't know what, what, uh, I know RJ's, I mean, he's doing all right. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody's talked to him lately. And then, uh, I, I, I haven't I, heard a word about, about slim in Florida for like forever. And I don't know what's uh, going on with that. Slim broke mad on us. Huh? Slim broke mad on us. He kind of took off. Really? Yeah, he was getting into some uh, shit with his son, trying to bring his son in. uh, We we talked to his son. uh, He he was streaming along. He was saying like that. You know, he had a patch or two on his jacket that was a personal patch that we let him put on, and then he started telling his son, like, it was a special patch. And when we questioned him about it, he got mad and wouldn't talk to us no more. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I tell you, there, there is some weird, weird shit. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot he of people to take come and go. Uh, a couple of our prospects with him. He called up two of the newest prospects that he helped us interview, and 
one of them told me for sure that he talked shit on us a little bit. But he'd been dealing with us long enough that he knew different. He said, no, I couldn't believe what he was saying. And uh, he didn't even tell me for another year. Uh, this guy, he he come to us. He can't come meet anybody right yet. He's been with us. Uh, just a, uh, he's, he's a borderline uh, supporter. Because, but he, he's an old Aryan Nation member from, he, on the streets, and uh, he was under uh, different crew of Aryan Nation members. As after Butler, you know, all those guys that were trying to claim leader of the Aryan Nation, and Dennis set him straight that he is leader of the Aryan Nation. None of you guys qualify. And so yeah. he could be. That's why he needs Aryan to get back on here. Yes, yes. And, he, you know, um, I'm in touch with Dennis uh, every week. I I I I assure him what's going on with the website. I was showing him some stuff today, and we come across an introduction that he wrote, and uh, I got the introduction, so I got that to Savage right away today, and so Savage helped me get it on the website. He said if I needed anything put on while uh, camp's going on, let him know, and he'd take care of it for me. So uh, I tried to catch him this morning while the boss was in the house with me a little bit, and. Because uh, we came over to my place, and uh, uh, you know the shower here is a little better. I, I got a high power shower. I took all the stoppers out of everything. So there's no The hot water, you know, 50 gallons of hot water, peeling the skin off your back, versus the at-large fucking toy hauler. That you know, it's got a good household shower, uh-huh. but it just don't get quite the pressure. It's got all the restrictions get, in it. It'll uh, get the soap right out of your hair, huh? <laughs> yeah, and he's got a six gallon hot water heater versus my fifty gallon hot water heater. Oh, so man. yeah, so while I'm hit the campground, he says, I'll be in your house at least once or twice a week to use that. I call it my jailhouse shower because I got it rigged up like a fucking jailhouse shower. There you go. <laughs> uh, front half inch pipe yep. all the way to the shower head, so I got plenty of pressure. It, yeah, it works. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see him on here and hear some stuff. And I mean, you know. Yeah. Just, just some. Uh, hear something from the from the other guys, you know. That's, that's out yeah. There. Well, I talked to RJ today. I was going to try to get him to hop on the show with us tonight so we'd have the boss on here and the national ambassador, me, the world ambassador. And if Savage popped in, we'd have Savage on here too, our uh, New Zealand uh, ambassador. Yeah, and then uh, and he runs New Zealand. He's really the leader of New Zealand for the Aryan Nation. And uh, then we, I've got it. I see his you know, he's at where he's at. It's like uh, twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. So yeah, yeah. He he and he's working night shift. I thought he's runs works for a trucking service, delivery service. And so, oh wow. Uh, yeah. So he yeah. he's just new on the job. So he's at the bottom of the totem pole. So if anybody calls mm-hmm. him or anything. He's the first to jump on it, trying to impress the boss. He's been doing this for the last yeah. two years. I'm sure he's climbing the pole like like any of us white boys do, you know. 
moving your so head you gotta, you gotta do your time you gotta gotta make good you know you want you want to do a good job so right. you gotta, gotta yeah. do what you gotta do and I can't expect him to be on the radio station while he's he's trying to uh, move up in his job, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's he's halfway around the world too. So I mean, that, you know, yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, it's not like Whole he's down the street yeah. and just you know not wanting to get on. It's like, well, that's a whole other ball game there. And he has oh. popped in and out shows with us for some of his breaks and stuff. If he's got a little bit of time at a place where they unload him. Like, yeah, uh, he was on here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And so we're looking good there. And so um, when he gets here, he gets here. If he don't, he don't. And then uh, so and it'll be this week or next week. The boss will pop in and uh, – uh, we'll have the ball talk here too. That would be good. Shit. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been on for a long time. Got to got to get no, him on. And I'd like to interview James Logston sometime because he's pretty much right now, and I've seen him come out, and or at least give me a good interview. Uh, give us a, you know. A, a, a rant or a thought, a speech, a thought, or something, you know. Uh huh. What's his mind these days? James An inspiring speech. Yeah, speech. <laughs> inspiring. It's got to be inspiring. <laughs> oh yeah, he's good at him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we might even callers that night because you know them creators, they really call in when James gets on. They love James as much as. They like to complain. They look. They love James death. And when he seems man, when he gets online, I'll have them creativity guys. They'll, I'll have at least seven or eight of them on here. Wow. Listen, and well, many of them. Get them on yeah. there. Yeah. And it's a matter of seeing if I can get James on the show. Because, uh, like I yeah. said, he's in retirement. He don't really want to do nothing anymore like that. Uh, He's put well, he's in got, good years. Yeah, but he's got some good opinions, you know. Yeah. Because he's because he's been there and done all that, you know. He he sees things yeah. a little differently than than some of us or me, and uh, yeah. you know he can he can talk about it and know what he's talking about. And, and know, I talk to James. Everything makes a lot of sense. If yeah, I like I like him. I like I don't mind listening to him, man. If we can get him on here, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we can talk. Uh, we we can get some questions down for him that uh, maybe before the interview, call him and, and get on set a topic, and then um, we can talk to him for a while, and then uh, get think of some questions you might want to ask him after you talk to him and listen a little bit about whatever topic it is we want to talk about. I'm thinking maybe uh, the Mexican border or maybe what's uh-huh. like what's going on in California. I see a lot of, uh, what was it, Florida and some other state. There's about four or five states sending the National Guard down to uh, uh, Texas to help. Yeah, I think I think that was uh, Arizona was one, and I don't know yeah. if New Mexico did or not. I, 
I, I don't remember. I'm not sure. I know there were, there were some that were, you know, trying to do something because I mean, it, it's just a flood. It, in, in one month, they caught over 200,000 people. Now, you know, how many of them didn't they catch? You know, it was on the news. It, it showed all these fat-ass women coming across carrying babies and shit. And they're just, you know, I mean, they're not even trying to get away. They're, they want to come here. They just, you know, here, catch me, you know, and, and then they put them in a holding cell, and then all they do is bitch about it. You know, and then uh, they get met by a bunch of lawyers and activists that are, you know, trying to teach them and help them how to do things. And boom, next thing you know, they're all into this country. I didn't know right. it. I was, I was watching the news, and because of all this crap that's going on in uh, Afghanistan, uh, because of Biden, I yeah. found out that they interviewed some people in Fremont. And I didn't know that Fremont has a, a an area called Little Kabul. I knew they had a a fucking Vietnamese place in San Jose, but this, yeah. in Fremont, it's the biggest concentration of Afghani's in the United States. Yeah, it's like, hey, no me, wonder there's so many of them motherfuckers around here. Right. Lord. Hey, Josh, can you elaborate on that for a minute? i got to run outside and holler at Aggie. She's all the way up here by the house. Oh, no, there she goes. She's going back out. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, on that a little bit. Just give me like five minutes, I thought, but now she's headed back out to the camp. She had five okay. seizures in a row the other night, and we think she's had a stroke. And she's walking oh, around no. the property. I mean, she just wandered out in the middle of the uh, deep, grassy field and laid down the other day. Lucky thing Dennis seen her. Uh, it was a hot day. She might not have made it out of the field. We got her up to the house, and we gave her a bunch of Pedialyte, but the way she's acting, we think Whoa. she might have had a stroke because she's looking at all of us like, I think I know you. And uh, she quite pulled out of it. She ain't drank no water in oh, oh, four days since she left the doggy emergency room, and then we got her drinking oh, water. Day we got her, we pumped some Pedialyte down her with like a turkey baster syringe, like, and uh-huh. uh, we just didn't have the needle on the end of it that you shoot to inject the turkey with the juice. It uh, so uh, we just and then we filled it full wow. of Pedialyte, put it in her mouth at the front, and uh, she started finally licking the Pedialyte and drinking it down. So uh, so then after wow. that. She, we got her to start drinking water, but we just got her to eat today. She has a, a little bit of cheese, um, and that's a good start, but this is the fourth day, and she is sweet. She, we got her to eat a little bit of chili. Um, she nibbled on a hot dog. She licked up some bacon, but when she had that seizure, she bit her tongue several times, and her tongue's really sore. Uh. So and so we give her some chicken broth and some stuff like that to try to get some protein in her. Uh, she's doing really good, but my boss says she's still got that pet cemetery look on her face. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. And Tootsie, she's got a cancer ball, and it just happened in the last year. They were perfectly healthy dogs, and and in the last year, man, six months of time, they went downhill just like that with a snap of the fingers. I mean, it was a complete turnaround. Uh, Aggie had this, you know how Tootsie always coughed? 
Uh-huh. Had like a cough because she had allergies, or she get coughing. You get like just like I do. I take a Benadryl. We'd sprinkle a little bit of a Benadryl on her on a food, and she would eat it and be all right. Well, uh, turns out she had a cancer ball, into the, the, the dentist paid a ton of money and took uh, to a, a California vet and. Uh, <coughs> California vet, and uh, he diagnosed her with cancer. He wanted ask those dentists to, you can, anytime you're ready, bring her in and we'll put her down. Dentist said that ain't going on. As long as she's got that spark in her eye, um, she's Whoa. staying alive. She's going to die. He carries her in and out of the house. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, and she's got a real bad cough, and her feet are swelled up. I mean, double, triple. Up. Really? She's got her feet real bad, and, uh, and then her toenails just start growing real fast, and they've overgrown in this last road trip boss put on just over 2,000 miles. He's got to take her. He said, i got to find a dog groomer around here somewhere, or vet that take her nails back down because they grow real fast. The medicine that the vet give her and it, it grow, it's spun around and pushing on her goom a little bit when she walks. And uh, so he keeps an eye on that. Now they've gotten a little longer than what he likes. So it's probably this week, next day or so. Today we were stupid busy. And so he's going to find a dog groomer tonight, tomorrow probably. I mean, it ain't hurting her real bad right now. She's walking on him. And actually she's been getting a little more exercise out here in this she loves Missouri, this green grass. Hang on, let me holler at you guys. Yeah. It's up here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. It's been a been a bad time for dogs. Sorry to hear all about that. Well, my neighbor's dog had uh, uh, what is it? The the front elbow yeah. joints. She she had yeah. her, she's got a a pit bull, and it it broke like broke the cartilage, and it was uh, yeah I, I don't know they were gonna have to do some kind of surgery or something and she she got a vet kind of far away because he said he would do it for you know like half the price of of another vet here but he you know she kept calling him and he wouldn't call her back and. You know, it was a friend of a friend kind of a deal, and it you know just went on and on. Yeah. Kind of, kind of got ugly for a while. And I talked to her the other day. I was out front, and uh, she said she was going to take him. I think like the next day or something, you know, and see if she couldn't get him fixed up. But you know, he's a he's a relatively young dog. He's a big dog, big. Uh, uh, fuck you call them things uh, pit bull and uh, you know solid as a rock I don't know how the hell he could break up his front legs like that but he did and then now she's got to do surgery I don't know that, that one dog I guess it got a Got cancer in its lungs, or where does it have cancer? There, uh, it's in her lungs, yeah, and it's down into her hips. Hang on. 
Oh, so they can't they can't get it out. That's that sucks. That really sucks. I mean, that's like you know, they get to be a member of the family. You know, I I had to do that at one one time. I had a Rottweiler that that I had to put actually well, I, two of them, but one of them I actually had to put down. She just she she had a hip dysplasia or whatever they call that, and she got where she couldn't walk, she couldn't get up, she just started peeing all over herself and. I mean, she was a real mess. I had to I had to take her food out and put it under her mouth, and you know, try to. She couldn't get up. She just she was. I'm assuming in a lot of pain. And uh, then I had a, a couple years later, my uh, girlfriend at the time said, "Oh, you need another dog." So she bought me yeah. a puppy. And, oh no. Uh, it, it was a Rottweiler. That was a real chick magnet. Holy cow! They they just all over me when they saw the dog. But I had oh, her for yeah. a while, and then um, when I was kind of between places and going around, I took her to Idaho, and I had my sister keep her until I could come back and get her, and while I was yeah. you know, getting ready to move and do all that stuff. And uh, she has a couple of boys, and they had friends over, and they were, you know, throwing a ball for her up and down the stairs and all around. And she's got kind of some, uh, like, hardwood floors, maybe, or linoleum in the kitchen. And it's kind of hard to make those turns. And what happened was they threw the ball, and she just went sliding and couldn't get up. And they took her to the vet. And the vet looked at her and said, she's got cancer all through her. And she had to be put down right then and there. It's like she looked healthy as could be, you know. There was no, you know, and, I, and of course, I wasn't there. I was I was away, uh, you know, trying to get moved and, and all that stuff. And, you know, well, I, went, I went back there. You know, she never even asked me. She just, they they kind of thought that uh, that was their dog. They had her cremated. Right. And when I went back there just, you know, to kind of visit, they had the blanket folded up because she had a special blanket that she wasn't supposed to get off of unless I told her it was right. okay. That was like her spot. And uh, right. they, had, they had the blanket there, and then they had a thing on top of the, up by the TV, it was a little cremation box, and that was her remains were in there. And I thought, what the fuck? And, of course, they kept them. They they weren't going to, you know, give them to me. Of course, I don't know what I would have done with them either. Hell, I got my, you know, my dad. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. I'd give them to my sisters, I guess, <laughs> see what they do. I'll probably just take them out in the backyard and dump them out. And oh, I won't say it. <laughs> and there well, you, you know. can. You can. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, they're so fucking useless, it's not even funny. Uh, can't believe them. Well, you know, uh, that Biden Titan down there in Camp David, I don't know, I haven't watched the news too much in the last two days. Has he come out and 
made any kind of statement about this Afghanistan thing. He was telling us Afghanistan wasn't going to be like Vietnam. The next thing you know, our embassy building over there, they're pulling the fucking flag off of it and hauling them out in helicopters, just like they said it wasn't going to happen. That's exactly what happened. He, they showed clips of him saying, this is not going to be another Saigon. And then they showed clips of, you know, hundreds of people trying to, you know, climb up into this airplane and all that. And it, this yeah. huge Air Force jet. And it took off. And then you could see people falling off of it that were trying to hold on to get out of there that, you know, obviously yeah. fell to their death. I mean, it was, you know, probably several hundred feet before they let go. It was like, holy crap. And it's it's just a, the the biggest clusterfuck he could have ever done. I mean, he, he instead of, uh, you know, going, doing it slowly and making sure everything was done, he just, you know, boom, let's, let's pull him out. And he pulled the troops right out. They left all the equipment there. They left all the sensitive uh, information yeah. materials there. You know, they did all kinds of stuff. And it's like, what an idiot. Why, you know, you had all the time in the world. And they freed all those ISIS leaders too. Oh, yeah. They emptied the jails of of all the people that were being held. Uh, They have all the guns and equipment that we had there. I mean, it's just, they're one of the, I don't know who he is, a senator or somebody or... They interviewed Don't you think so many people behind like that? We should destroy it, like a blow it up or something. Oh yeah, you would think. So you would think. Of course, that most of most of the that other stuff was in the in the embassy. I think when they started pulling out, <clears throat> most of the you know like helicopters and, and the the good stuff was gone. I don't know that they left any tanks there or anything like that, but they left cars and, you know, guns and, you know, I don't know what all they, I'm sure it'll come out later. Yeah, the television against us. They, they did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, I mean, it took us, what, 20 years to get to the point that we were at, and then Biden fucks it up, and the Taliban takes over in two months. That's how long yeah. it took. Yeah. Two months. So we got Two all months. these American boys that went over there and fought and died, built blood all over their fucking sand for what? All in vain. For what? We got, we got nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's un- I can't believe that, man. That's just... I, oh, the, the senator, whoever was... Uh, they were because they interviewed so many people. I don't know who he was, but they're calling for right. his resignation. And I think oh, that's no spot on, spot on. I think that's yeah. exactly what they should do. I mean, right. you know, he's he's saying, oh well, there was a never a you know a better time to pull out, and the time is right now. We don't want to you know have our boys over there and all this kind of stuff. And it's like you know you could have waited another two months. You know, and pulled things out slowly, done it right, you know, got rid of the stuff and, you know, 
did did whatever you were supposed to do as you leave, but he right. just pulled them out, created a vacuum, and they just sucked in there, took everything, and they—I mean, in two months, they took over the whole uh, country. Unbelievable! Right. Uh, two right. fucking months. Well, if you if you're over our country, it really feels like uh, uh, we're in a losing hand. I mean, I, I feel like a fucking United States is looking like a little rabbit, and with all these other countries, it's the wolf pack looking at us because our president is so weak right now. He don't know what he's oh, yeah. doing. He don't know what he's doing. And if you put Carmela Harris or uh, Nancy Pelosi in there, we're really going to look weak because a, a woman is not a man, and all these other men in these other countries is going to dominate her and walk all over, just like they do the yeah. women in their country. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else is going on? What's that? Kam- Kamala Harris, the uh, uh, um, press secretary. Uh, Biden was. I don't know what what's happening right now, but all these important people that should be handling all this shit in in Afghanistan, they're all on vacation. Oh yeah, ain't that amazing? Believe Perfect that? timing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your vacation can't be happening right now. Your duties are uh, obligated to America. Uh, man, I just. <laughs> Like this, your your vacation don't count. You put it I'll on. Tell you, we talk about looking like we got mud on our face. I mean, Jesus Christ! You know, not only do they not know how to handle it, but they're they're not there to do it. No, you know, they're just no. I I can't believe what a clusterfuck well, this is. What those Texas those Texas? What were they not senators? They were. Uh, Weren't they representatives? Governors. They were governors. Huh? Governors of the, the states. Those 52 people from uh, from Texas that took off and went to Washington on that. Uh, oh, the, oh, that. Oh, the the Democrats. Yeah, that. No, that, I was, yeah. thought you were talking about the something governor, else. Texas swore uh, out 52 courts for their arrest to bring them back and make them do their job. Yeah, I don't think they've all come back yet. Oh boy, they're going to be in trouble, man. I mean, they can lose their jobs. Well, they know that, and they they can be arrested. That's why they're not coming back. I don't know what's happening with them. I, I mean, that kind of went to the back burner when all this other stuff was happening. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, that's, that's just crazy. a little news news clip to arrest all those people. <laughs> right, right, and uh, yeah, it, and it, it's just this world that we're living in is uh, it's getting mighty crazy. I mean, look where you're at, California. You're right in the heart of crazy. Oh, uh, this, yeah, the, I, oof. I was, I was almost just sick today. Just, oh you no, know. well, just, just. The you know everything that goes on and you know I start thinking about just stuff that's happening and you know where I'm at and the situation I'm in and all this kind of stuff and I just started 
I got really depressed and I started feeling sick and uh oh, fuck. I don't know. I just I just kinda get like that once in a while. I mean it's starting to wear on me. Well this fucking yeah. world we're living in is kinda depressing, man. I mean, John, you gotta keep yourself up there, man. Don't don't let it take you down. I I mean the guy I just met, he turned out to be a good friend of mine, man, and he just got in the DUI not too long ago and uh Son of a bitch, if he didn't get in a bike accident Friday night. I met him uptown on Thursday night uh, and bullshitted with him for a while. And uh, I didn't get as full amount of time as I'd like to have with him. And Then he went back out on Friday night with his old lady. And uh, I'll be damned if they didn't get in a fight. He had his buddy driving home. And then he decided he was hungry. And he got on his bike and he... I guess took off for something. He should have been sobered up by then. I'm thinking uh, he just—it's it's dark, you know. These curvy roads of Missouri. I mean, that uh-huh. uh, if you go to stop at a T intersection and there's from the rain slightly dusted with gravel, I mean, you're gonna slide right through it and through a fence or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I heard he's got some broken bones and he's laying up in Cox South. I called there tonight earlier before the show, about 5 o'clock when I was starting supper, and uh, they gave me his room number, and I had him dial me in, and it rang off the hook. So uh, they probably got him on painkillers or something, and he's sleeping. But I I like the TV. I said, boss, you know probably what's going on. He said, what's that? I said they probably got that fucking phone sitting next to his goddamn arm that's broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His fucking phone's pushing off the hook and he can't answer the son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. My when my mom was in the hospital, I used to have to call up and and they would call the nurse and then the nurse had a phone and she would go and, and hand it to her to talk. Like to me and I just I can't just fucking call her, and it's like well you can but she doesn't know how to answer the phone. I'm like oh okay yeah. <laughs> she, right, right. Yeah, she doesn't know how to she doesn't know how to do any of that. That was you know God that was seven eight months ago. So now yeah, gone down quite a bit since then. Oh yeah. But, Oh yeah. I mean, she's doing it. She's doing good. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, she has just good days and bad days. Um, I mean, I guess John, you're really lucky to spend some time with your mom, and she's really lucky that she's got a son like you. I mean, a lot of kids look at your sisters, won't take the time out to come there and help take care of her. Oh, if I wasn't here who knows where she would be in a home somewhere and, you know, they'd have rifled through yeah. everything and take it in, sold everything. And, you know, they, I don't, yeah. they may have taken her back there, but even, you know, it's like they used to tell me, Oh, move back here. We'll take care of you. I moved there for two years. They never came to see me once. You know, yeah, it's the same thing. Mind. If they take, you know, if my mom was back there, they wouldn't go see her, you know, fuck them. Just, I don't know, but you know, it's, I, I, you know, like I said, yeah, I'm, I'm glad at least there's somebody that'll take care of her. 
Yeah, that's good, though. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's Aryan Nation type stuff. I mean, good Aryan man does, you know, take care of his family, honors his mother and his father. Yeah, I mean, you get a little out because you're living with her, I imagine. I do, too. I live here. My mom lives with me. I get cranky and holly a lot, but that's just the way I am. I'm practicing to be a cranky old man. Well, you know, (laughs) you can't be happy all the time, man. You know, I just can't do it. Can't do it, but you try. You know, she's... But on the other side... Go ahead. I was just going to say, she's she's having more physical ailments. I mean, she's, you know, they're not serious. I mean, she has like more bladder infections and, uh, you know, just little aches and pains. And I could tell, you know, when I, when I watch her that she's, she's just declining, you know, she's, she's starting to wither away and, and stuff. I mean, she's what, 86. So, you know, it's, yeah, for '86, I guess she's doing pretty good, but good. you know, I, you just wow. never know. Right. You know, it's right. like a good old dog. You know, your dog's healthy and doing good one day, and then all of a sudden, bam! You know, they're down. Life, life hits you right upside the head, and all of a sudden, you got problems. Yeah, yeah. That, that everybody gets their turn. Even the dogs and the cats. Yeah, I just that sucks, man. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Not not good. No. Yeah. It makes us all feel bad, you know, because we all the dogs have been around the compound forever. I mean, it's like all of our dogs, and maybe they may belong to the spreads, but we are there so often. Even you were there so often. They, they almost feel like your dogs, too, I could imagine. I mean, we've yeah, all settled from our plates. We've all loved on them and teased them and played with them like our own dogs. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not really attached yeah. to them because I spent a lot of time up there. Well, they become family. I mean, they're, you know, who doesn't yeah. love a dog? You know what I mean? You just, you just, you just do. You know, dogs are lovable. They're friendly. They're happy all the time. They're happy to see you. You know, no matter what kind of mood you're in, the, the dog is just something, someone you can always turn to, and they're going to lick you and love on you. And, and no matter what they fun. see you do or what they hear you say, they don't tell nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell your yeah, best somebody. secrets to your dog, and it's good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'll go home and tell my dog. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the only person I can talk to that'll keep its mouth shut, you know? That's right. <laughs> your best friend, your dog. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Being a dog, though. <laughs> telling, telling all my problems and never have to worry about it. <laughs> that's right. Your, great, your biggest oh, secrets and fears are safe with the dog. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Hey, is is uh, is Brooke there? No, she stayed at the campground while I came home for the show. I gotta go back and get her. Oh, uh, okay. 
Remember last week she gave me homework? Oh, yeah. What was it? It was to watch some movie. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Fuck no. What was it? It was some fucking goddamn nigger putting his big suction cups on some white girl. Fuck. No. Uh, The Bird Box, right? From Netflix? Bird Box. Bird Box, yeah. Yeah. Bird House, Bird Box, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bird Box. You're right. I started watching it, and about 15 minutes into it, I go, there's something going on here. And then I watched it a little while longer, and I thought, eh, I could, when when that, I, did you see it? Yeah, I watched it. When the, when they opened the door, and that those white guys were in there fucking, and they shut the door, and then, he, you know, they kind of looked at each other, I went, he's going to fuck her. And I, I, I uh, put it on fast forward. I was the show about two years ago. You're kind of jogging my memory, oh, well. but kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that, yeah, it was a when he did, show. I don't know, I didn't watch it because of the, that. I mean, I I knew something that was, was going awful. on, and I fast forward, and then he's like, you know, I guess she's pregnant, and he's, he's feeling the baby, and he's putting his hands all over her, and I thought, you motherfucker. And I fast forwarded some more, and then he had his fucking lips all over her head, and I thought, nope, and I just shut it off. I said, I ain't watching this shit. Yeah, I think there was so a nigger in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. But well, that, yeah. that's that Sandro Bullock that, you know, she's like, uh, what's her face? Where they, you know, adopt nigger kids and shit. Yeah, so she's a sellout. She's a big time nigger lover. So, yeah, I don't. I, but, I don't. I don't know how I knew, but I just, you know, I started watching it, and I thought, oh, that son of a bitch, you know. So I was gonna get yeah. get all over Brooke shit for telling me to watch that thing, well, but now she's not there. The movie started so. up like uh, three days of darkness. When you read the Bible about three days of darkness, you know, you can't. You're supposed to stay in your house and close up all the windows and uh, light a candle and pray for three days, and no matter what you hear outside. Uh, don't look outside. And uh, I believe that's when the earth's going to change polarity. And uh, But the, the, before the sky was blue, it was red. And, uh, and the, the, they had their three days of darkness once already. This earth had it, and the sky turned blue. And so when it changes polarity, they're, they're thinking it might go back to red. It's you know this three days of darkness, and and then uh, and you you need to stockpile food, so you got plenty of food for at least six months to a year afterwards. Uh, Not freezer food and stuff like that, like hydrated dry goods, boondock and shit, and uh, bug out gear, because um, after the three days of darkness, not. Food, food ain't going to be very plentiful. It ain't going to grow very fast because the sun ain't going to be hitting the earth right. Everything will be changing. Um, it, during that three days, even if you hear your grandmother, your mother, your brother, whoever it may be, 
out there calling your names. You're not supposed to open the door or look out the lie. Uh, the beast will get you. And uh, they can't tell you what it is because nobody knows. But it's just kind of like the bird box. You can't look outside or it'll get you. It'll take control of your mind and it'll kill you or kill yourself. You'll die in the worst ways. And uh, wow. the Bible even tells me, yeah, the three days of darkness. You'll have to start looking into that a little more and check it out and see what I'm talking about. And uh, yeah. birdhouse seemed to be, or the bird box seemed like a movie that you could compare to this three days of darkness because there was something out there getting them and uh, you don't know what it is. You can't see it, but it just ravages the people to death. And right. it makes them crazy when they come outside and want to kill each other. So they wrapped uh, blindfolds around their heads. They didn't have no food. And they covered. The, they went out in the garage and covered the car windows with uh, tin foil. And they tried to drive to the gas station slow with no, uh, with their eyes. Use a GPS. Yeah, and uh, they they did end up getting some food down there and stuff and getting back to their house. Then some of the what you like uh, crazies that were out running loose on the streets that didn't get killed yet were trying to kick in doors and shit. They were like working for the devil, or whatever you know. There was no big scene where you seen them making a deal with the devil. It's just what had to be going on for them to still live. I mean, if everybody's getting torn and killed, it takes control of your mind. You may kill yourself. You may kill a dozen people before you kill yourself, or somebody they're, may kill you first. They're committing suicide. Yeah, it was just straight crazy shit, man, and it was getting yeah. nuts. And yeah. um, we were kind of thinking that what what might be what three days of darkness is like, and. Um, and, and so, and yes, the Bible says you're supposed to close up the windows and doors and, and pray. And don't look out for three days. And, uh, and, and it also says, you know, those, if, like, say you were sitting in the living room with your family, you could just disappear, come up missing, just like that in that three days. And, but tell, your, you know, your families to know not to look out the door if they even hear you out there calling them. Because God's going to be pulling men off this earth and bringing them up into heaven and lining them in suits of armor to come down and fight the demons. I know it all sounds crazy like a story. They try to make it sound like a, a fairy tale or something. Oh, you Christians, you know. But that is it's the way it is, and it's a serious deal. And, it, and the people that are making fun of it will see. They may be some of the ones that are burning in the lake of fire. You can you can say that it sounds like fantasy or it sounds like like a crazy thing, and then on the yeah. other hand, you can you can say, okay, well, maybe it's aliens pulling you up and and doing all that stuff, and it's like a lot of people really believe that too. You know what those aliens, aliens are? Is fallen angels. And they're demons. Uh, got those hills out in California that was on fire. I was watching a uh-huh. Jim Baker show the other week, and he had a talk show preacher on there. And they were talking about them hills out in California. I forget the names of them, but they're named after the fallen angels, and that's where God burned them on the mountains out there. And and um, it was. Uh, Biblical times when those mountains were on fire one time, and they've held that name ever since. And it means, you know, burning angels. 
Huh. They come to Earth and we're making trouble. They bred with the women, and that's how we got these giant Nephilims and everything else. And they bred with the animals and, and uh, everything, man. It was crazy. And then God put an end to them. And, I, I, you know, just speculating, we're thinking he cut a hole in the firmament. And that's why he got the desert. That's why everything's crystallized in the desert. Because when the ocean of water comes through that, it's like popping a water balloon on just cutting the corner and sealing it up, you know, with an ocean up on the outside of the balloon. Uh, it's an ocean of blue between us and the heaven. That's the only way you can get there. And, and uh, so... We're just down here on a firmament, and, and these these angels are flying around in this firmament, and that's what you're thinking you're seeing as uh, aliens. Wow. Yeah. Well, I had never seen one, so I don't know. <laughs> right. But they're like an orb. They would be like an orb that you would see now, and, and that's where people are seeing these discs fly around as flying saucers and shit. Uh-huh. Wow. Very interesting. Something to look Very into, right? We've been digging into the yeah. Bible. Um, Paul said plenty of time to look into a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, well, the United Nations, uh, Jesus Christ Christian, I mean, we, we are uh, the political arm to a Christian group. And, uh, I mean, we're just a little bit, we're a lot stronger Christian than a I mean, really to step up and fight like men should. You know what I mean? It's even stronger yeah. than the Baptist way. And, and then, you know, there's only one Aryan Nation church worldwide. Well, not even now because they took it from us. I mean, we, we just preach from uh, campgrounds where we can to our flock. I mean, we talk on the phone. We talk everywhere. And, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're bikers. We we get out there and drink and fuck and fight. But so did the Christian Crusaders. I mean, what preacher do you need to be ordained minister? Do you need to call you a crusader if you're crusading for the Bible anyway? You know, you're fighting for yeah. that golden ticket. Um, the Crusaders, I, I've read all about the Crusaders and what the Crusaders were. They were just... Uh, you know, regular drunkards and rowdies from the local town. And, uh, but Christian men that like to drink and fuck and fight like men do. And uh, <laughs> they were probably single men that didn't have wives. And uh, what they did was made them Christian crusaders because Muslims were coming in cutting Christian heads off. So they had to have the crusaders and they had the golden ticket. No matter what they did, is in the name of Christianity, and now it don't count. Nothing that seems like a sin counted against them because they were fighting in the name of Christianity as a crusader. So it's like your golden ticket into heaven. Yeah. So uh, I just look at us, you know, we ain't out there cutting heads off nobody or nothing like that, but we're willing to stand up and fight for the Christian word that we believe in. For guys like What's us those, to leave together. Those Muslims want to cut our heads off. Yes, and I believe, you know, uh, these Christians in America right now should start seeing this, that 
you know, and that turn the other cheek thing, uh, it's when you get slapped in the no. face, you don't turn the other cheek. When you run into another religion that's uh, respectful uh, enough, you, you it feels like a slap in the face, so you just turn the other cheek to that religion. But it, if you read the Bible, there's been many wars in that Bible. Gashing the teeth and cracking the skulls, it's all in there. It, it's, you know, and it, mostly what the Bible teaches is it's not to have fear. All these leaders throughout the Bible, when before the big wars or before the big fights, you know, they're down on one knee and they're talking to God and they're scared because they are low on numbers, they're low in size, they're low in weapons. You know, they got the smallest armies. And the first thing mm-hmm. he tells them is, what? fear not. Fear not. I got you. And then he tells them what to do. And the ones that did what he did won like he said they would. They couldn't lose. They had God on their side. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he well, told David, uh, while it's still daylight, to build many fires alongside a mountainside when this other armies were advancing towards him from the mountain across from him. He could see how many men they had. And so uh, God told him to light many fires and put up sticks like fence and stuff. It's going to be a long, hard day. And he got out there and he did his work and he, he built the place up like he was told. And sure as shit, uh, they seen all the fires and thought he had more armies than them. And they, they uh, retreated. Uh-huh. Without even a fight. Yeah. And he was only out there with himself and maybe four guys, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he had a small crew with him, and that was it. And, and and they told him what to do, and he got everybody in gear, and they raced around and did what they were to do, what was told to do. And, uh, and that's just it. Don't have no fear. Stand your ground. And if you, you know, <clears throat> if nothing else, um, use a mirage. You know, make it look uh, like bigger than what it is. Like a puffer right. fish is basically all they did. Yeah, they did that in World War II, too. And they had yeah. blow up tanks and jeeps, and they made it look like there was a big old uh, getting ready to ready to invade. Uh, was it Crimea or something like that? Anyway, then they that's when that, that they did that for D Day. You know, they made them think yeah. that they were going to attack somewhere else, and it was all all this blow up shit and all this you know fake stuff. Yeah. It was just for a show. Yeah. 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 So that's I been mean, going on for, for all that time. Yeah. And, and, I, and we was discussing stuff like that, the Bible today, me and boss, because I like to get into religion. And uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with it today. No, I was telling him about when I was in prison, man, one of my cellies was a big Bible thumper, you know, and he had this uh, clipping up one of the... Uh, Christian newspapers, and he was talking about, uh, you know, how the devil had this garage sale, and out of all the extravagant fucking tools he had, there was this one little pry bar that was all bent up, and that, he wanted the most money for that, man, he wanted more than anything else he had for that little bent up bar, and out of all the crazy wild things that he owned, 
somebody asked him, he said, well, you know, Satan, why is it that uh, with all these big tools to kill and do damage, destruction with, why is that little bit up far the most uh, expensive? And he says, he said, I like to call that large seat. And that's my most prized tool because I use that to get in the minds of men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my most prized possession, that little bit of bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And I believe that's where we're at right now with our politicians, man. Uh, these Democrats own that bar, deceit, and that's just what they're doing to America. They're feeding us deceit because they say they're not going to do it, just like they said they weren't going to close down the pipeline. They did, and everything they said they wasn't going to do, they did. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on around the world that is just wrong, just so wrong. Maybe I just need to quit watching the news for a while because I tell you, man, sometimes I, st- I just start <sighs> yeah, Makes guy ready funny, to fucking think my head explodes. Well, Ow, part gosh. of that is just, wow, you know what I mean. I just it's it, the, part of the bad, you know, the bad thing about it is, is you see all this stuff going on. And there's really nothing you can do about it. You know, you can't even, there's nobody of any authority or anything that you can even talk to or, you know, put your your comment out there or, you know, get your opinion somewhere. You know, there's there's nothing. And so you just sit right. here and watch it happen. And, uh, you know, that's probably not a good thing. You know, it just... Right. See, see all this shit happening, and you know, yeah, it does. It makes you just fucking crazy. Yeah, it does. And the thing I don't, you know, thing I like some of the Democrats that they have on there. They, they, they're running a commercial here because they're uh, they're trying to uh, throw Gavin Gavin Newsom out as governor. And they're yeah. they're vote. I think I think they start voting on it today, and uh, they run a commercial constantly with that Elizabeth Warren saying, you know, because I hear it every time. It's like, here's the deal with that, you know, you know, she, she, that's how she starts out, and then she talks about all these lies about what what's happening, and it's not. Newsom was in bed with the with the uh, power and gas company when when they had all these fires. And he went to the French Laundry with with uh, PG&E and and all these lawyers and all of this crap. He got they ran a four part special on the news for like four hours about how he uh, took I don't know if he took bribes, but he they bribed the campaign and you know a bunch of shit happened. So when when uh, PG&E was gonna do bankruptcy and all that, he went in there, took him out. You know, th- this place called the the French Laundry is three hundred dollars for a dinner, and he took all of these oh. people, and you know that that started it off. But what happened was 
they, instead of paying all these people, they gave them shares of PG&E stock. Well, PG&E stock went in the toilet, and these people, instead of getting all this money that they were supposed to get, got all this stock. Well, now that they're stockholders, if PG&E fucks up again and everything burns like the Dixie fire up there and, and something happens with that, then these poor motherfuckers down here that already lost everything with one fire because they're stockholders now, they didn't want that. They wanted the money, but they gave them stock. They're going to be responsible for it because they own stock in the company now. I mean, how fucking... Oh. Just stupid as that. So there's that's, like a that's why they're after. Well, he he took the load off of PG&E and put it on the people that already got hurt. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And and now there's another big fire, the biggest fire in history. And they don't they don't know how it started or whatever. But if it if it comes back to bite them in the ass. PG&E has all of these thousands of people in their pocket with that are holding stock, and they're the ones that are going to be responsible to pay out anything else that has to be paid. Well, well right. PG&E got all this protection, and that's why they're trying to throw him out. He is he is such a crooked guy. I mean, they this special that they had, they went right through and said he did this and he did that. I mean, that's just one of the things that he got caught at. You know, he's done all kinds of shit. I mean, that, I, I thought, well, you know, I was thinking, do they do they need to recall him or leave him in there? And I thought, fuck, I don't really care. Then I started hearing this stuff, and it's like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking crook. You know, yeah, get rid of him. And now, you know, he's been right. doing this shit for, for years. You know, I never knew it. You never no, hear about it until years. Yeah, I mean, it just—I couldn't believe what he did. I, can't, I still can't believe what he did. Get out of here! There's something flying fuck around me here. Yeah. Oh, He's he fucked—he fucked him. He fucked him hard. He fucked him hard. Let me tell you, I—I I could not believe him. that. There, right now, there's like 46%. <clears throat> there's like 46% or 43. One of them, that's how close it is. One of them wants to get rid of him, and the other ones want to keep him. And there's like, I don't know, another 6% that's undecided. And it's like how, if you know, if you hear this or watch that special and hear all the crap that he did, how can you want him in office? And I'm thinking that right. when this is all said and done, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep him. I really wouldn't. Right. And I, what a mistake that's going to be. That's a, that's a bigger, bigger faux pas as, as Biden and Afghan, you know? <clears throat> God, I just, you know, I, just, I keep seeing shit like that, and, I, and it's like, well, you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about they it. It's like, right good Lord. Left off and Obama. I mean, right back to the Benghazi deal. I mean, yeah. uh, that's that was, where we're at. Right back in Benghazi, was, basically. Because look at the new American embassy. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Only they killed that one. Well, I don't know. They might kill some more before this is all said and done. 
But yeah, that was a oh, Clinton some- deal. She wouldn't she wouldn't send him any help. And they, I'm starting to think it's a Democratic deal. I mean, they don't want well, some people know their secrets. There's some something's going on. They she spent two days with her her right arm girl. I can't remember her name. Abba Abba something or other. Anyway, they standing at the shredder shredding documents because they knew that they were going to be under indictment. And yeah, she didn't. She didn't send anybody to Benghazi. She tried to cover the whole thing up. You know, she, you know, she had a server in her house. She was doing all this, you know, illegal shit. Yeah. And then she, and then now, went, she ran for president. It's like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? You know, and you people were her. wanting her. To, oh man, I, I, I tell you, when I, I see shit like that, I just think the American people the dumbest motherfuckers out there. I cannot believe the kind of shit that they do, but that they, they believe. They teach our kids in school, and over the years, you know, they've been teaching them all this, you know, everything you do is a hate crime, and niggers and baggage cool, and, and everything uh-huh. is what they should be teaching them. I mean, and the same with the churches. I mean, the, the preachers in the churches are, are teaching, looking, what was it back in the '60s? Who was it that brought in the Social Security number? Uh, um, uh, I can't remember. That was with the draft. Wasn't it? <coughs> uh, another uh, President Hoover, I think it was, brought in uh, the Social Security program. But anyway, whoever was in president when it came into play, uh, they wrote to the Deep South preachers and asked them to tell the flocks that it was uh, okay, you know, and basically uh, lie to them and tell them that this number, you could never be tracked by it and stuff like this. You're, you, and now you can't get nothing without your social security number. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, they want, they want yeah. that as proof of identification. That's like the number one thing. And from yeah. about that point on is when the churches started getting government funding. The government, you know, we'll give you this much money if you start telling the people this and telling the people that. The Bible predicted that a long time ago. And, you know, Jesus said, many will come in my name, but only one will be right. Hmm. Yeah, and there's many churches yeah. in his name, and there's only one Aryan nation. It's all about <laughs> money. And we're right. We live by the standard of truth. God, I hope so. We're the only ones. (laughs) Everybody else is just so fucked up. Man, I can't even believe it. We see see a cat, it's a cat. We see a dog, it's a dog. We don't try to tell nobody their fucking dog is a cat. Yeah, I know. I heard a... What did I... Oh, man. I heard a comedian the other day. That don't make him a cat. (laughs) Did you ever hear Joe Rogan talk about vegan cats? Uh Uh-uh. Holy crap. Vegan cat. Vegan cat. Yeah, he's got a a, uh, Netflix comedy special. You can probably get it on YouTube. And it's it's called Vegan Cats. You should look that up. Yeah, actually, he has two specials. I, and I can't remember the names of them, but 
Yeah, you should look those up on YouTube. They're fucking hilarious. I always thought when I saw him, I mean, he's a fight guy, right? And he, yeah. you know, he did Fear Factor and he, he did some other stuff that I didn't really watch. But he's, you know, he's been in TV a lot. And uh, I was flipping through one night and, and it's like, now he's a comedian too, really? And I thought, how funny could that guy be? So I watched all this other stuff. And then, it, you know, it got down to like, well, there's nothing else to watch. And so I clicked on it and I thought, yeah, this is going to be good. Sure. That guy is fucking hilarious. I mean, he is hilarious. What cat? Vegan cats. Yeah, vegan cat. G-A-T, right? Yep. Yeah, vegan cats. And the, uh, I, I don't know if that's the name of the special, but that's what he talks about in that. But he he has two Netflix specials, and I don't I don't know the names of them. But if you What's if you go name? like Joe Rogan, yeah, just go go, okay. go on YouTube, go on YouTube and just go to Joe Rogan comedy, and it'll probably be right there. Right up. They're, okay. They're only like a, an hour, and they are fucking hilarious. They're hilarious. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah. Vegan cat. Yeah, that's that's just one of the things that he talks about. Hey, <laughs> it's not yeah. my dog. My dog will kill a vegan cat or a, a meat-eating cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to tell you how he describes these cats because I want you to hear it from him. It's It's fucking hilarious. When he starts yeah. talking about it, but yeah, I don't want to. If I said anything, I'll spoil it, and it just won't be as funny. Okay. So I'll let I'll let you do. Yeah. yeah. Another one, another good one. If you're looking for some comedy, now this will help you get into my head a little bit. If you look, oh no. If you look up, uh, Anthony Jesselnick. Jessel, he, uh, he, Jessel, J-E-S-E-L-I-E-K, I think is something like that, Anthony. He has two specials also, and they're both really good. He When he talks about something, he starts, his comedy is all about misdirection. And oh, no. I don't know if. I don't know if you'll appreciate it, but I love it. <laughs> so if you get a chance, if you get a chance, watch Check those. Man, they're great. Uh, I sure will. I sure will. I might spring them on the boss in the morning. Oh, they're they're great. They're very good. You'll you'll love them. Yeah, yeah. Sit around, have a couple of cup of coffee or uh, whatever, and watch a couple of comedy things, and yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, right can, in the middle of the news, I'll slip to a comedy guy. My turn, comedy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can think about me while you're out there sitting in the shade, talking and having a good time. Yeah, yeah I need a, I need a vacation. <laughs> oh, it'd be great to be out here, man. I need it up. Oh, I would love to, man. I really would. 
I'm just, we'll pop on the, in the truck and head on out. So we're going to be there for about four yeah. days. She can't even get in the truck anymore. That, that's been a, another problem is every time she has to go anywhere, it's by, by non-emergent ambulance because I, I sold her car because she wasn't driving it and I couldn't drive it and all that. Well, I should have, I should have sold my other truck because she can't get in it. So I thought I called enterprise. I could rent a car for a day to, to take her to her appointments or to the, wherever she needs to go. But it's like, it's like a hundred bucks a day. But if I, if she has to take a non-emergent ambulance, it's $200 each trip. I'm like, Fuck, man! <laughs> Shit, uh, I, man! I just, I just fuck, I'm just fucking pick her up and put her in there, you know. But right. I'd probably break her. I'd probably break her in half. I don't, I don't think I should do that. She's just, she's very frail, you know. Yeah, she's uh, eighty years old. You know, eighty-six. 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 Yeah. Holy smoke. Yeah, I know. No, she's, she's gonna live to be a hundred, God. She's gonna be one special. <laughs> I don't know uh, if I can be here that long. I don't know if I could be here that long. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you know, if there's some some of them ladies live to be a hundred, hundred and ten. Well, I think I think by then she will be somewhere else. You know. Right. Yeah. I'll just take care of what I need to take care of and and uh I'll just have to slide out for a while and Yeah. It would be nice come to back have somebody and, there to take care of her for a little while that she can trust and uh give you a little bit. Yeah. I know, that that's the whole thing. Yeah. Hey. It's third there, there is one. <laughs> That ain't doing nothing but building treasures in heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got an empire <laughs> up there waiting for me. <laughs> it is an yeah, empire for The old thing, you know, that's, that's not what I'm doing it for. You know, I'm doing yeah, it for right. what, what she needs, you know. And I can't, I can't be, yeah, you can't be angry about that. I mean, you know, it's, Right. She does. She does what she does. She's gonna do some stupid shit. She's gonna, you know, do things that piss me off. But I try to just, you know, always remember that. It, for one, it's your mother, and and the, you know, you she can't help it. You know, she How doesn't. How much did you ever not to piss her off when you was a kid? She was your age. Oh, I when I first came here, we used to you know, kind of fight like cats and dogs because I wanted things one way and she wanted things another way. And, you know, she used to do things that kind of pissed me off and I didn't understand, you know, why she was doing some stuff. And I, I just didn't understand the whole process. But after I started learning more about it and talking to people, that's why I do that, that group thing once a month because I, I get to hear different things and, you know, I learn things. and. Well, there's other there's new people that that come into the group all the time too, and they can benefit from my experience. So we all, you know, talk and 
in, you know, share things. And uh, it's just, you know, you get to a point where you understand that she's not doing anything to be vindictive or anything. It's just she doesn't remember things and she does things different. She does certain things and hides them because either she's embarrassed or she doesn't want to talk about things. And, you know, you got to, you know, it takes a while to get in tune to all of that stuff. And then it kind of gets to a point where you like almost feel sorry for, you know, although I try not to, I always go. Yeah. Nobody likes that. Well, I, I try to, you know, I always try to hit her with a, with a happy attitude, you know, and yeah. kind of get her, get her pumped up a little bit, you know, and, you know, Hey, how you doing? You know, da, 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 kind of thing, you know, yeah. and, and keep her, keep her in the conversation or, you know, try not to make her feel stupid, you know, or, or anything like that. I don't know how much of it she understands, but, you know, it's it's yeah. important that I don't treat her like a, you know, she's three years old, even though she acts like it sometimes. So you just uh, I, you just do what you got to do, man. You get, you know, uh, I'm doing I the best I can. Oh, this barky sounding. Uh, when I talk, I always sound like I'm mad or mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I do that, I start getting really loud. My wife and kid have a problem with it. That, uh, that, that, you know, uh, I guess it's the way it is, but I'm, I'm mad all the time, they say. <laughs> uh, like yeah. I try to talk in a decent tone, but then it's too quiet. So then I got to speak up a little bit, and this is what you get. <laughs> Yeah, I always, I always tell them the madder I get, the louder I'm going to get. That's yeah, how you can always tell how mad I am. <laughs> it don't help when they got the aggravated and they're trying to talk over you. Yeah. Does what you yeah, said. For sure. Not, not what you said. <laughs> Maybe what you yeah. interpreted, but not what you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, you do what you can do and do the best you can, and you know, you hope for the best, and that's yeah. that's all there is. What you can do, yeah. Can't do any more now. Yeah. Well, so shit, John, do, let me get off of here so I can get back down to the campground and pick the old lady up and uh, see the boss for a minute or so at the undisclosed location, and then head back in. I'm gonna okay. hit the second early I'm, i got a 49 ford sitting out here and uh it's an abandoned vehicle i got a title for it but i never put it in my name and then my camper burnt down with the car and it was in there so i'm going through the courthouse and sure as shit man my buddy told me it's real easy to get a title like that and he told me just go down to the courthouse well he owned a business so it made it a lot easier for him but uh for me yeah. it's an abandoned vehicle and I got to set up a court date. Well, the court date happened to show up in the middle of the time I'm supposed to be in Arizona. I had to pay for the uh, court date in advance. And so uh, I called the clerk back because I already paid for the court date and it's it's right in the middle of our vacation time and we're going to be in Arizona. And so uh, she said, just write a letter to the judge. 
and uh, request a new court date and mail it in. But it's only 14 miles away. I'm going to put it in an envelope with the address on it, and I'm going to try to drop it off right at the courthouse. they got all the courthouses closed right now, so I can give it to the bailiff at the door, have him take it for the clerk. She'll come down and talk to me about it. I'll call her before I go so she knows I'm coming. Be ready for it when mm-hmm. the old man shows up with the uh, letter. And I'll put a stamp on it if I need to, and then take it right across the street and put it in the post office mailbox if I have to. That way it'll be there tomorrow morning uh-huh. when they check their mail. Yeah, if not, they get it today. And then I should, that just means I get my uh, new court date after October 8th. Uh, uh, good luck. It, yeah. So uh, I kind of want to get up early and run over there and do that. I might have to make a quick run of town. i got to shake the refrigerator down and stuff like that. And uh, I told the boss I'd meet him at the campground early in the morning. And uh, But I'll probably go make a quick, see, possibly make a quick store run, and then maybe we can ride bikes. I don't know how he feels about going to a courthouse, but maybe ride bikes over <laughs> to the courthouse. Let me deal with the clerk. Okay. Maybe he can go get him. Some gas or something yeah. while I'm dealing with clerk. Yeah, tell him to wait for you down the street. <laughs> yeah, and there's no pubs in town, so I can't say I meet you at the pub. We oh, have God. a <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell him I said hi when you when you do see him. Yeah, and, uh, and he was going to tell- come on here with me tonight, but we had company show at the campground, so he stayed, and I came home to do the show. Okay, well that's that's all right. Tell, but he tell Brooke to that she's tell her she's a son of a bitch for trying to make me watch that movie. I'll I'll talk to her about it again later. <laughs> I sure will. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good uh, trip, good day over there, and uh, I'll yeah. talk to you guys next week. All right. Okay. We'll say hell victory. All right, hell victory, man. Take care. Hell victory. Yep, you too. And that'll be tonight's show for the ANSSMC Power Hour. We'll see everybody next week. Hell victory. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.